0: This is Bulls Beat on Bulls Unlimited. Bulls Beat is your stop for exclusive interviews, highlights, and the very latest on all sports at the University of South Florida. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. Happy Monday, happy Bull Week. And we've got plenty of that for you. We'll get you. Sort of set for what's to come later on in the week. You'll also hear a little bit of Alex Golish and some big news, actually, when it comes from the Syracuse side, picking up a quarterback that you might have heard of. As yet, not only is it Bowl week and the bowl games are underway, but it is also National Signing Day, or at least early signing day, and that is on Wednesday, so a lot happening. As a matter of fact, you know, as I'm mapping out the pregame show, we'll go ahead and tell you a little bit about our number one you'll want to tune into beginning at 6 o'clock, I'm thinking, yeah, we are not going to be able to do what we normally do with a signing day show because well, it's just not going to be something that can be done. However, we're going to have it covered for you, and we'll give you a little hint of that here in this first block. You'll also hear from Alex Golish from his sit-down at the Arrival press conference along with the Syracuse interim coach, and that's just an interesting story all the way around. You'll also hear some great highlights from the Men's Basketball Victory against Loyola. This was on Saturday afternoon at the Yingling Center, a pivotal sequence early where the game could have gone in a different direction. Honestly, the game kind of felt like the losses to Central Michigan and Maine early on until it changed for the better. And again, a fun one to watch when it came to the Bulls beating the Ramblers 77-64 to 64 for a three-game winning streak. Also, the women's basketball team, of course, facing an uphill battle against the number 3 team in the country, NC State, already without Sammy Puisis. Put forth the effort, but just didn't have the shots fall. We'll give you a recap in our second block. Sunday was a rival day for the teams in Boca Raton, and there was a chance for both head coaches, or in the case of Syracuse interim head coach, Nunzio Campanile, to sit down, Doug Mosley. I sort of got my voice beefed up when I had to say his name, because man, oh man. This guy just has a presence about him. He's the executive director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. So that's the other voice you'll hear here. Both head coaches, and again, interim coach in the case of Syracuse with Fran Brown coming in from Georgia. Boy, the Syracuse Orange new head coach who is a Northeast guy. And in his introductory press conference was pretty staunch about saying this is not going to be some you know, pit stop for me. And whatever he said to Kyle McCord must have worked because Kyle McCord, that's right, the Ohio State quarterback, who's the guy who went 11-1 and one in his first year as starter with the Buckeyes, for 24 touchdowns, 6 picks, completed nearly 66% of his passes, and, oh, by the way, is immediately eligible. I don't know if he'll be playing against the Bulls, but wouldn't that be something? McCord saying, the experience on the coaching staff is extremely important. Camp the voice you're about to hear, has been promoted from tight ends coach to quarterbacks coach for Syracuse. And he has known McCord for more than a decade because, well, McCord grew up in New Jersey, which is kind of important. So you're going to hear a little bit of a hint when it comes to that in the opening statement from the executive director. So here's some of that audio from last night.
1: Let me uh, let them open with statements. First of all, Coach Gullish. Yeah, um, really excited to, to certainly be, be in our state and, and uh, representing Tampa Bay and and our alumni base here in florida um it's been five years since it was crazy in, in a lot of ways but um to get get here in year one and, and continue to lay a foundation for what we're building in tampa um, absolutely huge for us um, expecting an awesome turnout uh, i know we've sold our allotment and and have asked for more so super <coughs> grateful to to our fan base and, and certainly hope to get get our fans from Tampa get our fans from from down here in South Florida um, for Thursday night so I'm just excited our, you know, our players are are excited uh, it's been a been a phenomenal two and a half weeks for us in bowl practice and and certainly has helped recruiting to to be practicing on campus and and uh, certainly awesome that that football is being played in, in Boca in December. And let me tell you, if half the people who have asked me to get your team here from our area, just this area alone, show up, we're going to need another stadium. We'll, we'll do it. <laughs> All right, Coach. Well, uh, really excited to be here as well. Uh, obviously, uh, really proud of uh, our players, uh, what they did to get here. Uh, really competed hard right through the end of the season. Really excited for our older guys to have one more opportunity to play in back-to-back bowl games, and uh, you know that that's really a great accomplishment by those guys and. and uh, It's also been a great experience for us, you know, practicing and getting, you know, recruits to see what we're doing, what we're building. I think you're right about what you said that, uh, you know, we feel like our program is definitely trending uh, in a great direction. And, you know, hopefully this is a great opportunity for our guys to continue to get better, uh, to compete in, in a great game against a great opponent. And also... Uh, you know, we have a great alumni base down here, and you know for them to have an opportunity to come down, either whether you're coming down from uh, from the cold or you're already living down here, It's just a great venue to be in and a really great opportunity for our team so. Really proud of our guys and uh, excited for for what's to come. And I've heard from your alums as well. So I'm looking forward to a great turnout by both these schools. Hey, Coach, how you doing? So USF obviously only being three hours away. Can you kind of tell me how this will kind of feel maybe like a home game for you guys? Hopefully some home field advantage. Obviously playing in your own state, first of all, how cool is it that we work where people play bowl games? Uh, I still pinch myself. Um, I spend enough time in the cold that that I feel fortunate to, to work where, where people are, are playing bowl games. But um, certainly I, I think for our alumni base, as, as big as it is and as excited as they are right now about football and what we're building and, and where we're going, there's, there's so much energy right now around our program and, and certainly how we finished, but the, the stadium and the new facility and, and just the growth there, um, I, I think there's a really cool excitement, a really cool buzz, and it's, it's certainly a credit to, to our administration and, and in a lot of ways a credit to our players for, for giving us an opportunity to keep playing here. But for us to be in our home state playing against a really good football team, I, I would hope that, that there's a bunch of green and gold in the stands and, and it'll feel like a home game in that regard. Coach, for you, it's 48 degrees right now in Syracuse, and it's 75 here. Do you think your guys are going to play a little bit better being so close to paradise?
0: What are you most excited about outside of the game? Is it the uh, the team event tonight? Is it the beach party?
1: Yeah, I think as much as anything, just the fact that that the guys are together um, getting to keep going. Um, you know, practice, like, like the energy of practice, and you talk about outside of the game, but Energy practice that they're still practicing is is for a majority of our team. It's the first time in a while, and so they're just they're excited that that we get another shot at it. They're excited that we we're we're getting to play a team out of the ACC and, and certainly a team that that's also excited to be here. And um, so I think for our guys, a lot of it is new. It's different, uh, and they're they're excited. They're so bought into building a foundation that they're excited to be together in everything they're doing. So for them, there's no expectation, no anything. They're, everything's new and they're, they're just excited to be together. Uh, just continue to spend time. Um, you know, I, I think whether it's Drive Shack or, or whatever's going on, I'll be honest with you, I don't know that I've overly focused on the event part of it, but, but I'm sure it'll be a ball for them. Beach party sounds fun. <laughs> especially because if been two and a half weeks recruiting on the road i feel like i got my my beach body right and right
0: And we'll definitely leave off at alex gulish talking about his beach body now he wasn't done doing work he mentioned the recruiting uh usually and if you haven't picked this up i have and we'll pass along a little hint for you you know If you didn't know this, when there is a recruit that gets committed, you can't announce them by name. It's not legal. You have to wait until the paperwork is signed, and there's actually the National Letter of Intent signed, that kind of thing. But if you're a coach, you can put something generic out on social media to indicate excitement, and we pretty much figured out that for Coach Golish, it is specifically at Coach Golish on social media. Couple horns up, let's go with about eight O's come to the Bay, stay in the Bay. And so when he does it, you always kind of smile and know that something's happening, and then we'll find out the exacts later on. Well, that's, again, something he does a lot, so that he did it on Sunday is no surprise. That he did it at 1.34 a.m., technically Monday, shows you that there was some work going on in Boca Raton. Here is the rundown for the week, by the way, and there will be a National Signing Day Zoom call. Get ready to see a lot of stuff and... Mark it down if you haven't already, on our podcast page. If you haven't already, hopefully you have Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, South Florida Bulls Radio Network. I will definitely be letting you know on my X page at Derek Sharp, that's D-A-R-E-K, right when we post new audio. There's a good chance I will not be doing Bulls Beat on Wednesday, and we'll just confine things to the podcast page because prep for the Wednesday afternoon, early afternoon basketball broadcast, but also getting the pregame together, and we'll give you a hint on the pregame here in a second, it's probably just going to take up too much time, so we will post not only what Coach Golish has to say today, along with several players, there will be a press conference that will be probably streaming live, but I will be on a bus down to West Palm, so we won't be able to bring that to you live, but we will post it. Pretty quickly after, sometime late Monday afternoon, to our podcast page. The team's beach parties are Monday afternoon. If you're around the Lake Worth Pier, Benny's on the beach. And by the way, their first practice is also this morning. Tuesday morning, late morning, another practice with Coach Golis and some players afterwards. We will be able to put that audio on our podcast page as well. Wednesday is National Signing Day. Practice moves up a little bit and then the off luncheon at the Palm Beach County Convention Center. The joint media availability is in the afternoon, and you're going to see Byron Brown, Sean Atkins, Naquan Wright, and Donovan Jennings, along with Tramel Logan, Day Day Evans, and Jalen Stokes. There's going to be a lot happening. And the signing day press conference will be after that at around 2 o'clock, and that'll be a Zoom call. So you guys can't log into the Zoom call. I'll kind of log in for you and, again, post that audio to... Our podcast page. Now remember Wednesday afternoon there's a basketball game so there's really going to be a lot happening and we'll be broadcasting the basketball game or on the women's team in just a little bit. Of course the game itself is Thursday and we can tell you we hinted at it that 97X which is part of the Cox Media group of radio stations is going to be broadcasting the game on your FM dial. Of course Bulls Unlimited is where you can get the full pregame show starting at 6 o'clock and we will have a lot of cool things planned for that first hour. Normally, the first hour is set up for the game, and then we have some fun stuff. We're still going to have some fun stuff, but what's going to be different about this pregame show is the fact that, first of all, B.J. Daniels is going to be a big part of it. How about that? I, again, i am going to be out of pocket. I'll be with the women's basketball team, and yes, technically, I could have made the drive from right after the game at Kaiser University to the stadium, but there was just too much of a chance that, you know, traffic, so we wanted to make sure we'd have somebody on the air that's going to be there for sure, so B.J. Daniels will be part of our pregame show, and again, that first hour on Bulls Unlimited won't have anything to do with Syracuse. It is going to be all listening back to some of the highlights from this season. I'm going to put together a really dramatic audio package from some of the big plays and moments, and we'll also have a top five segment as far as moments in Bulls' bowl history. B.J. Daniels and Sam Barrington reminiscing. It's going to be incredible. Then that second hour will be more of the traditional pregame where you hear from both coordinators, Joel Gordon, Todd Orlando, and, of course, head coach Alex Golich. Looking forward to bringing all of that to you. Definitely had a good time bringing you the basketball doubleheader at the Yingling Center. Some great highlights from the men's victory, and we'll tell you what happened in the women's game, losing to third-ranked and still undefeated NC State. And, yeah, we'll preview what's coming up this week in West Palm when the show continues.